Yeah, good. Thank you, mate. Thank you for the call. Just uh, we're about to hear news of what will happen, of course, over coming days and weeks in terms of Metro Melbourne and regional Victoria. Nothing could be announced that would change how your cup meeting will look come Wednesday in a few days' time, I guess. Yeah, it's a little bit too late for us now. We've, um, you know, organised our casual staff and our catering to um, just fill the needs of, um, of the owners on the day. So if there was any late changes, potentially the other uh, 30 owners per race could be increased and we'd be happy to cater for that. But that would be the only potential change. Now, you had a meeting last week. It's normally the beach party race day. I say it tongue-in-cheek. The owners that were allowed on track didn't come in speedos or bikinis, did they? It was uh, just a... You had to, you had a few owners last week, didn't you? Yeah, we did. We did. so we had about twenty on course, which is great because we haven't had a customer on course uh, just after the first wave back in June. Um, so and that's normally your beach party race day for the people wondering what on earth I'm talking about. It. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. normally we get about three thousand or four thousand um, football, netball, bucks and hens trips um, all in the one venue when they come in their uh, beach finery. So um, no, the owners that did um, attend uh, were a bit more uh, casual in, the, in their dress, so it wasn't quite the same theme this year. So what do you think the take-up will be? You're a fairly big township, so local horses usually will be involved for sure. What's your expectation come Wednesday and what you you might have on track? Yeah, we'd hope to have, um, you know, maybe 50, maybe maybe a a bit more across the nine-race card. Um, As you said, a lot of the local trainers uh, here generally um, try and set their horses up for, for Bendigo Cup Day, and we've already had a bit of interest from a lot of the local owners, so... Yeah, we're um, optimistic that our numbers might increase um, a fair bit for Wednesday's race meeting. Just, I'm interested to know all the aspects of how things work uh, because a lot of us here aren't at country venues. We can't be. And you were explaining to me before we put you on air that uh, you had quite a few people registered as owners that wanted to come but decided not to come. Is that by the by? I mean, you know they're not on track. You're not suddenly thinking, hang on. We're missing 10 owners that registered. Where are they? They're not wandering around the stables. Just, I understand people have reasons that they can't at the last minute, but what's the CRV and club's views on people registering and then not coming as an owner? Yeah, look, I guess it's not ideal from a club's perspective when that occurs because we cater and we staff for uh, expecting um, that uh, that level of customer to, to be on course. It's it's not the end of the day, but I guess it's a bit like a hospitality booking that um, you're ready for uh, ready for their attendance, and if it doesn't happen um, and you haven't been notified, you're just sort of left wondering, um, you know, where, where they've been. So some some owners, as you said, have been really great, and, and with the wet weather that we had last Saturday morning, uh, sent us an email, gave us a call, and just said, look, I have registered, but we're not uh, going to be attending because of the weather. So that was that was great. Um, as I said, look, it's a bit of an inconvenience, but not the end of the world. And have you heard of any clubs where owners have arrived that hadn't registered and just didn't realise, they just thought they were allowed to come in? Or Yeah, I think that happened uh, early on in the piece, especially at Echuca. They were the first club to, to kick off welcoming owners back on that first Monday, and um, I think they had a few that uh, just turned up without registering. Again, it's not um, the end of the world, but um, I guess from a COVID-safe point of view, we, we obviously need names and addresses and emails and things, and we're not permitted to have any Melbourne-based um, owners on course. So, yeah, the more information we get prior to the race day, it certainly makes our job um, much easier on the day. We're chatting to Aaron Herbst. Good morning to Alice's in Bendigo and uh, Bendigo Cup coming up. Now, it's the APM Bendigo Cup. We should mention, before we talk about APM, that it sees the end of uh, a very loyal and long-time sponsor, Jayco. 
Yeah, that's right. Um, Jerry Ryan, who's a proud Bendigo boy, um, uh, had to depart after a, a strong 11 years of support for our club, which we um, we can't thank Jerry and the Jayco team enough. But um, all good things must come to an end, and, and we're very fortunate enough um, through uh, through Chris Richards and his team at APM Animal Health to uh, to pick up a, a local uh, sponsor. So um, we say goodbye to Jayco, but we certainly welcome APM, and hopefully. Uh, we can have APM for just as long as we did Jayco. So give them a plug. They can't be on track. So tell us what APM do and also tell us uh, how you managed to broker a deal with a sponsor that can't be on track. That's a fantastic effort. Yeah, it wasn't the greatest timing to try and find a major partner in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. But um, Chris Richards, who's the manager director at, at APM, um, had been a, a previous um, supporter of our club through sponsorship um, some, some years ago and um, was always keen to get back on board. Um, should uh, Jayco um, not be able to, to continue the relationship. So um, once that was confirmed with Jerry, um, we went and spoke to Chris and he was very uh, enthusiastic and, and um, yeah, we were able to, to come to a, together with a partnership and, and APM uh, also sponsor, um, also provide a lot of um, different sanitising and disinfectant products, which is quite timely given COVID. So um, we're also uh, purchasing a lot of... Um, uh, the Zuno uh, branded products, which is part of APM's very diverse uh, portfolio of businesses, and um, everywhere on course um, has been disinfected um, using Zuno products, which have a, uh, a lifespan of up to 30 days once they're applied. So we think, uh, thanks to uh, APM and the Zuno products, that um, Bendigo Racecourses is, is probably the safest racecourse uh, from a COVID point of view of any um, racecourse in Australia. Aaron Herbst with us from Bendigo Jockey Club. Good morning to listeners in Bendigo. So after the Cup, you've got a meeting uh, 11th of November, Thursday 26th. But the next one that would be one of note in terms of importance is the Pataki Christmas Party Race. And again, I don't underplay the importance of any announcements or what's happening in terms of health, but quite a few race clubs, apart from Cups, their Christmas Party Race days are very important. Now, I know whatever happens, it can't be the same sort of Christmas party it usually is, but... Are you hopeful you might be able to do something on that on that day that's more than just what it is at the moment? Or yeah, we're quite optimistic. Um, but um, as a, as I mentioned previously, well, my guess is as good as anyone's. Um, we think that um, from a I, I guess location based in regional Victoria, um, where um, you know we haven't had any recorded cases here for um, uh, for weeks and weeks now. Um, so we'd be happy to um, to engage with any different uh, protocols to have the customers back. We normally have up to two or three thousand here for our Christmas race day, and it's um, it's a great uh, end of season break up for many businesses locally. So um, you know we'd, we'd be open to, to welcoming them back under whatever the new COVID safe conditions would be. But if not um, by the end of this year, we're hopeful that um, everything could be in readiness for our Gold Mole race day, which is on March 20, um, uh, late March uh, in 2021. So. Um, We've moved a lot of our sponsorship hospitality across to that day that would normally be held on Benigo Cup Day. So, um, yeah, if we miss out on December, we're hopeful that uh, by the end of March we'll be back in action. And remind me, what did you do at Bendigo Jockey Club in terms of your new season memberships? Yeah, so we, we offered all our um, all our BJC members um, an extension of their uh, what was their existing 2019-20 membership. So, essentially, they had a they've currently got a free membership for the 2021 season, um, which obviously was well uh, received from our loyal membership base. But at that stage, they hadn't been able to attend Golden Mile Race Day during the 1920 season, which is 
one of our three um, feature race meetings each year. So we're quite mindful of that. And then also a lot of our members have gone through some hardship through COVID, through their business and, and their personal lives. So um, we wanted to, to support them after they've supported the club for so many years. Great to chat to you. Good luck with your uh, cup meeting. We'll speak again soon. Thanks for updating all of our listeners, including those in Bendigo, with how things are going in your club. And all the best, Aaron. Appreciate your support, Andrew.